Welcome to David's Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. Today's show is pretty much about just the the lack of customer service and, in fact, the derision and the, the looks on the face of public employees, including law enforcement, clerks, you name it, any, any public employee that takes government dime, <clears throat> they are the most miserable, angry, Gestapo-like individuals. I don't care if there's a woman out there named Pamela or Agnes and she's never heard a fly, never said a crossword to nobody. Once you take an office or a space within a government building, these people turn into fucking trolls. These people turn into people hating individuals or people hating beasts because anytime the public goes and does any sort of public business, they're utterly fucking ridiculed and handled with disdain and attitude. You know, and it's just a boggle to me. I'm like, listen, you motherfuckers work for the people. There's like some sort of disconnect because you motherfuckers, you know, and, and this is including everybody. This is including everybody who is taking a government check. You work for the people that pay you your fucking salary. Those are your employers, not the not the state like you fucking dream. The state is the people and the city is are the people, you dumb motherfuckers. This includes state troopers. This includes anybody with a badge in your fucking state, in your fucking city, in your fucking rural small-ass town. They work for the people. Well, at least that's what they're supposed to do. But what they really do is they, they terrorize people. They don't do their fucking job. In fact... You know, if you plan on doing anything with your fucking, your business, your house, or anything, they charge you up the wazoo just to get permission to do work on your own place. That boggles my goddamn mind that you need permission to work on your own property and do your own thing. I really don't understand why people go into government positions and think that they can literally say or do whatever it is they want. And by and large, they get away with it for a long period of time, which is why we we get the level of disdain for everybody from everybody from, you know, like I said, clerks to, you know, law enforcement agents to security guards to fucking uh, I don't know, bus drivers, anybody who, who takes city money, even if they're fucking, you know, like waterworks people, it, it doesn't matter. They they treat everybody else that who that doesn't take a government check like utter shit. And there are literally thousands, thousands of videos online depicting this and not a goddamn thing is being done about it. At least not a whole lot of things. Now, what people are doing, and this is a great change of pace, 
is that people are picking up the camera more and more. Does that limit action, I think, in most cases? Yes. It'd be like wearing sandals to a street fight. It's just not going to work out for you. You're going to get barefoot at some point, and hopefully you're not on hot-ass cement. <coughs> you know. But I digress. It's, it's one of those things where... Over a long period of time... Not even a long period. Sometimes it's a short period of time. Sometimes it's their indoctrination and how they are propped up on a pedestal and told to, you know, look down on people and to be as, literally told to be as shifty as possible to provide people, you know, the just the right amount of documentation to, you know, do whatever their goal is. But maybe not all the not all of the documentation or information that they need to know to be successful. Because there are governments out there, city governments and things like that, that want to send out code enforcement to really, you know, get more money out of the situation. That's what they're for. Code enforcement is purely revenue driving. They don't really give a shit about your yard. They really don't give a shit about the aesthetic or how things look in their city. No, their goal and their mission, they will tell you is to go out and find things that they can charge you for. Even if the grass is maybe, what, an inch or two longer than they want it to be, or, you know, they, these people will put a lien on your house over grass. And if you think that's not true, fucking research it. And then I got beef. I got so, so much fucking beef with the family court system. Family court is corrupt. Family court doesn't have a jury. Family court has a magistrate who has all the power. Family court has armies of CPS workers and law enforcement at their back and call. And they have every intention of being as vile and mean and elicit hate towards families. They love fucking with families and getting them all split up because what's ha what happens is the longer they're in the system and getting services, the more money they get. So, you know, cash for kids is still a viable fucking thing, especially uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. Not Corpus Christi, my bad. Copper's Cove. Corpus, I don't know if that's true. If it is, hopefully you fix yourself. I'm talking about Copper's Cove. I'm talking about uh, Coriel County. And not just there. I mean, there are literally thousands of videos online. And, and people always, like, look at that number and they're like, it can't be true. No, there are literally thousands of interactions between people and CPS online and... Just the, the brazen demand of these people with no warrant. No, what they'll do too is they'll bring law enforcement to your door and expect the law enforcement motherfucking people to break down your door because they want to see the child or they want to, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm sorry, but I mean, within the confines of the law, people are allowed to refuse. People are allowed to, you know, not cooperate with an invasion by the government 
to come tell them how to live and how to be. And then there are motherfuckers out there that think this is okay. That think they can, that there's some sort of magic rule out there where the the government agents doing this are above reproach, that are non-fallible. And then, and then when these government agents get fucked up, they get shot up. They, you know, parents will, you know, swoop in and steal their kids back. I I applaud these parents. You know, especially if you're a good parent and you haven't done anything wrong and you're still getting screwed over by the system, which happens to literally probably hundreds of thousands of dads and moms across the United States. Hundreds of thousands. And that's why we have millions of kids that go fucking missing every year because they get in foster care and then the CPS workers don't know where they are because the foster parents move and they move their seven entrapped kids. Well, they, you know, and then, you know, when they do find them later on, some of the kids have graduated, some of the kids have, you know, gone on to other relatives, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and it's, it's, it's a game. It's a game of whack fuck, and it's the, the dumbest game I've ever seen in my life where, you know, they, they literally find any reason and every reason to say that you're not a good parent to say that you're a bad whatever and and you know what cops are implicit because they will make up charges they will fabricate events they will lie in court they will and you don't even have the the burden of proof is not even the same you can ask for discovery all you want they don't give it to you like you would like you would think like no that's like part of court procedure no i lived it where i said you know what give me the police report that indemnifies me. Give me the police report that says I was not capable of handling my kids that day or any other day. You know, I wanted to see the evidence held against me. There was none. And I got admonished and I still can't, like, I still don't know what for. It's just a miracle that, you know, like that fucking judge decided to go the route of taking my kids and we had to submit to you know, fucking psych evaluations and all this other shit. Which, you know, not to the surprise of the court, of course, fucking, I, you know, was passing with flying fucking colors. In fact, my my one therapist is like, what are you doing in my office? Like, this doesn't make sense. You know, sure enough, you know, I, I got all, every service you could possibly do done as quickly as possible, and they still drag your ass through court for six months. In fact, as we were leaving, they said, take your kids and go now, or I will change my mind, and I'll push it out for a year. Like, how is that legal and lawful? Why is that threat allowable to to parents? Like, oh, well, if you don't hurry up and grab your kids and go home, I may change my mind and still pursue you with all the power of the federal government and the state government and the city government and the county government that that is at my disposal. That's fucking terrifying. That's terrifying to anybody who hears it because what are you armed with, right? Yeah, you could say, oh, man, the Second Amendment, I'll blow these people away. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that is until SWAT's kicking in your shit and then they're fucking relentless because you're going to end up either in zip ties or regular cuffs. And they have zero regard for life, limb, or property. They'll destroy everything. And they will fucking, you know, smoke bomb the shit out of your kids. 
They will flashbang them. They will kill your dog. I mean, it's just one fucking thing after another. You know, and they will use... There was a man, just, just for example, here's how fucking dumb law enforcement is. There's a man who's been living here for eight years. Maybe he doesn't have the best handle of English. Never been pulled over. Gets pulled over for a misdemeanor. And this is why that saying's true, where there is no level of infraction that cops won't kill you for. So the law enforcement officer goes to place this man under handcuffs and detains him. Obviously, the guy is missing communication somewhere. He's not he's not sure why he's being cuffed. Not not quite sure what the situation is because he may have never ever had to face it before. He's never been in trouble with law enforcement. So he gets in a little bit of a tussle with this law enforcement. He literally tries to run away. Law enforcement officer tackles him. He's wrestling with him. And, of course, he's trying to keep the uh, the taser from being used on him. You know, he's pushing away, pushing away, and the fucking officer's crying, Well, he's got my taser! And then he proceeds to shoot the guy in the back of the head. Like, are you, are you serious with that? Like, when were cops allowed to be Judge Dredd out there in the streets just murking dudes for misdemeanors? What, what were you going to give him felony resisting arrest? For simple, what, not even jujitsu, A little bit of running? No wrestling involved, barely. I mean, the, the officer in question was throwing full-blown knees to the man. And using regular strikes. And then, for some god-awful reason, decided to pull his gun and shoot the man in the back of the head. I mean, there are no resets. There are no, you know, and then you got people in the comments, well, you shouldn't have resisted. That's what you get when you resist law enforcement. <laughs> no, motherfuckers. Simple resisting shouldn't cost your life. Being shot in the fucking back of the head by a law enforcement officer shouldn't be in the same fucking sentence. It shouldn't be. The guy was not armed. He wasn't armed. Barely had a hold of the taser. And if people are saying, well, you know, that officer feared for his life. What do you think the guy on the ground's doing when an armed thug is trying to arrest you for something you don't even know what's going on? There's no communication. There's no, hey, you know, let's go ahead and slow this down a little bit because you may not know what I'm saying. Let's go ahead and get to a point where we're both understanding. Instead, law enforcement officers have this dumbass, obvious, like, flaw in their process where they think they could just throw everyone in handcuffs and have that be okay. There's a huge swath of Americans out there, just people in general, that don't like to be fucking touched. And then the first thing officers do nine times out of ten is reach out and touch somebody. Because they're used to fucking playing grab ass and ball sack touch and, you know, groping all over women in their in their custody and shit. They're used to being able to do whatever they want to do. They're used to being able to sleep with prostitutes and then prosecute them. They're used to being able to sleep with uh, prostitutes and then go after any John that wanted to step in on their parade. They're used to it. They're used to being able to do no-knock raids and terrorize whole family units. They're used to it. That's what, they, that's what they think they get paid to do. 
They'll brag about her all day. We get paid to kick indoors. <laughs> and it's fucking sickening. These people thrive on conflict and they brag about hurting civilians. They brag about hurting everyday Joes, everyday Janes, everyday kids. They brag about that shit. They brag about uh, wholesale terrorizing families. We had the, we had the, we had that chick locked up, and she was fine. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. Everything gnarly you think would be talked about in a freaking uh, locker room or back room or some shit. No, right in front of people on camera. They don't care. These they've been caught on camera killing folks, and nothing happens to these cops. Not a thing. And you want, and then. You wonder why people get so enraged at their, let's say, school school board meeting. They're part of the city government. They're part of the state government. So you got these school board meetings where, you know, the school board is just flat out not listening to the parents because the government fucking workers apparently know best. Like, listen, I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care, you know, that you think the curriculum is perfect the way it is. If parents are having a problem with the curriculum, there might be a fucking reason why, right? So you need someone who's educated, who can speak on, who can speak on the, the the change, and why the changes are made, and what you're trying to affect. Now, if the parents at that point still don't like it, they can always remove the kids to a different school district. But you can if you can hold your foot down, and say no, this is the way it's going to go. But you know, we hear you. It's not like we don't hear you. Here's some more literature, maybe, or maybe a study. And, and, and it's so funny because what ends up happening, and it's all hubris. It's all going to come down to um, just the fact that people in, in government or state positions at some point, whether it's whatever, they honestly fucking believe, because of their education and things like that, that they are more intelligent than the layman, than the person that's just out there working. When that person probably works in a high-ass role. Or they're in a role where, you know, they are using their degrees and their learning every day. I mean, you're not going to go in and tell a motorcycle mechanic he's uneducated. The guy the guy had to go to school. The guy had to learn. The guy had to, you know, does complex shit way more than a clerical fucking person does. And then to proceed to dehumanize the human population to something you can scold and berate and take advantage of is a whole nother complex issue because it happens. We see it in real time. We see things that are just dramatically affecting the way our government interacts with us to the point where they just flat out ignore us. And we have politicians that won't even go to their own... um, Meetings anymore. They won't go to meetings. They won't go to open houses, town meetings, town halls, um, city government meetings, things like that. And it's a freaking shame. It's a shame that they don't go to any meetings or any, anything like that. It's just contradictory to the point we appointed them in the first place is to represent us, their constituency, which they don't do. They serve their own interests, and it's apparent. I mean, we literally see them giving themselves raises constantly throughout time. I mean, they can adjust with inflation, but fuck the American people. Fuck the minimum wage. And then people are always like, 
Well, the minimum wage is meant for, you know, high schools. Why? No. No, it's not. Never was. I mean, working in fast food was never meant for, for high schoolers either. Like, people put that conception out there. But it was grown people from the, the time immemorial working in these fucking places who ran the show, and they, should, they shouldn't be compensated enough to rent an apartment which nobody can. I don't understand how that's even being done. I mean, people are, and this is everybody I talk to that live in the apartment complex that I live in. We've got, some of us got more than three or four, you know, sources of revenue just to make it. And, to, and it's just to keep our head above water. And that's insane to me that we have to suffer so. And then you got some people like law enforcement officers who's 90% of the time they are not doing anything dangerous. I wouldn't even say 90%. I would say about 98% of the time they're not doing anything remotely fucking dangerous other than just existing. And these motherfuckers are making six figures being glorified security guards and then glorified freaking uh, bullies for the state. They're terrorists. We pay terrorists more than corporations are paying regular people. And it's sickening. And you know what sucks is that these, these fucking companies, they have it. They have the money. They've, they've made more money in the last two years, three years, than at any other point in time in history. And it's disgusting what they do with it. They're not even, you know, they're not even doing anything to, to help their bottom line people. No, they're going to keep those people at their stagnant-ass wages, you know, not give them a bonus, but they will give all the execs the bonuses because, you know, execs are execs. You know, they're going to get bonuses. They're going to get, you know, X, Y, and Z, whereas the people making the most money for the company down in the trenches, maybe they get a 7% glide. So, well, we're going to give you 7% because, you know, inflation, even though inflation's at 8%. But, yeah, we'll give you 7%. So that keeps you right under the fucking heel. Nobody's as good as this except for the, you know, the CEO to you, which is, you know, under the, uh, it's the umbrella company for Trilogy Education Services that does the boot camps. Um, they have, uh, they brought in edX, you know, and they brought in edX on, on the, the working capital from the boot camps. In fact, by and large, between the boot camps and the degree programs, the boot camps are bringing in, uh, you know, not only paying for itself, because the boot camp itself, you get maybe two or three students in there, the boot camp's paid for itself with the instructors, because they're not paying the instructors very well either. But what ends up happening is you, you get this, you know, situation where you have 50 students all paying, you know, 12,495. And, you know, you have this huge revenue spike. You have this huge, you know, and by and large, people pay for their entire salary within the first month of employment. So if you think about it, you work at a call center and you generate enough revenue for the company. You know, let's say you gain 12 customers, 12 customers buying, you know, X amount of package. And, you know, over the course of time, depending on what you're selling and how much the dollar point is. And I'm selling something that's worth between 10,000 and 13,995. 
so it doesn't take me very long to to get to 40,000, 45,000, 50. I mean, that's five students you're good. You've exceeded your allotment for the entire year. I mean, you've covered everything about your life. But the company, obviously, for the rest of the year, is going to profit hand over fist. Because the demand on you is always increasing. It goes from, you know, something that's manageable to, you know, you have to hit on Super Saiyan mode for the rest of the time. Or they put you on a, a plan to... To get better, but what it does is it weeds out the older earners, people that have already been there for a while, so they can groom and target the younger people at forty thousand or thirty-five thousand, pay them less, and then you know remove the entities that have been there for you know three plus years, and you know to avoid paying them more. I mean, it's a it's a it's a logical business move. It, it makes sense, but. What you end up doing is, is you're souring the, the, you know, the grapes of, uh, you know, hardworking people. And what you're doing is you're setting this precedent like Grand Canyon University, Argosy did this, Everest, you know, schools that are on the decline because of their practices, because of how much of a turnstile their door is. And, it's, it's just going to happen to two years. It's going to happen to Trilogy. At least in, it's, it's going to happen to Trilogy in the Tempe area, within the greater Phoenix area. Because the greater Phoenix area is a place where the foundation of admissions work started with uh, yeah, University of Phoenix and they had other schools hop on. Um, and, and even Arizona State's guilty of this. You know, all these other schools that have adopted these practices where you know, your expectation is to uh, enroll, you know, 12 to 15 students per month, which, you know, on the grand scheme, doesn't seem like it's undoable, especially if, you know, it's uh, if you're hitting a good stride or have you have a good month or something like that. But then there's months where it doesn't go so good and it has nothing to do with the same, it has nothing to do with your training, it has nothing to do with your ability to do the job it's just the job comes with highs and lows so i mean if you're hitting on all cylinders even and you're doing everything right sometimes you just don't get the sale uh no matter what we do you know we're we're given an allotment of of leads and then that's it and that's what customer that's what sales in general some you know with sales in general i mean if you're not making their magic threshold they they cut you from the team now the problem with education uh is that they're incentivizing and, and, and GCU is now incentivizing with fucking tears, which I'm like, wait a minute. I thought that was illegal to incentivize somebody monetarily for the amount of enrollments they get. But they have a tiered system where, you know, if you're at the bottom tier, you're meeting your minimums. But if you're in the upper tiers, you know, you're exceeding, you know, that point And they, that now becomes your new level of operation. And you can go down or up depending on how well you're doing. And I'm like, how was that even legal? It just boggles my mind. So needless to say, two days after I'm you know, asking me anything with the CEO and I'm starting to hit on these, these hard points, I got let go. I got let go March 9th, uh, which is a little while ago, and I've been hunting for work, which is okay. I mean, in the meantime, I do a little bit of freelancing, holding my head above water. 
But having a job is, is fantastic. You know, having a job where you can make money. And, and I definitely want to be able to be one of those employers one day where I do have a business and I'm employing people for long periods of time who want to stay employed with me, who shouldn't be afraid to come to the table and ask for their worth. You know, especially if it's a competitive market and, you know, I, I'll do everything I can to compensate them the way they need to be compensated to stay with me and do business. You know, with flat out, I mean, that's why there's competition out there. And that's why there's people out there, you know, who are willing to take on that level of, uh, you know, work for that for that pay. And then there, there are not people that are, you know, asking for the top end of their, their business but don't perform that way. And I wasn't even asking, you know, over at 2U, I wasn't even asking for the, the top end of the business. I just wanted a, a raise, something that was tangible, something that really uh, affected us in a way where we felt safer during this uh, this time period where, you know, quite frankly, inflation is uh, kicking our tail. And it's not good for anybody. But going back to the original premise of what I was talking about, it, it really goes to show everybody that there are literally hundreds of thousands of videos out there where you have just regular everyday people or even journalists who are interacting with state employees, who are interacting with city employees and, and law enforcement, and they get treated as secondhand citizens. You know, they really do. It's a us versus them mentality. And then, you know, then they're crying constantly. Oh, we're getting ambushed. I'm like, wait a minute. You just terrorized five, you know, five homes in one night doing no-knock raids. One of those homes might have had a little bit of weed, bag of weed and a gun that, you know. And what they do is, is disgusting is they will take everything that's not even in a fucking uh warrant because most of the times they do no knock warrants so if they're coming in and their purview is to grab certain things that will incriminate the person for a specific crime and then they don't find that they grab other things to find and try and incriminate that person even though they say they don't but they absolutely do but now when it comes to uh you know those vices and things like that when it comes to you know, dealing with, um, you know, those, you know, clerks and judges and everything like that. They need to be exposed, especially family court. Oh, my God. Family court is wholesale unconstitutional. Wholesale unconstitutional. Now, are there kids out there that need to be rescued? Yes. 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 But there are. But you need tangible fucking proof. Tangible proof. Now, a kid just looking disheveled is not proof because that, that could be, you know, you're spending the week at grandma's, you're not focused on school, you want to sleep around, you know, and play video games, and you don't want to get out of that favorite, you know, pair of shorts or whatever. You know, yeah, there's a level of, uh, you know, you keep kids in order to, to be functional and blah, 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 but there's also... Hey, there are dog days for kids. There are days where kids do not have to to do anything. And they're allowed to be disheveled. They're allowed to be a little bit unkempt. They're allowed to go out there and wallow in the mud a little bit. And not have a fucking finger wagging at them every time they do something 
that they want to do. And I find myself doing that with my kids. I wag my finger at goddamn near everything they do. And I'm like, why? I had to sit back and apologize to my kids because I was being that dude. I was being that dick for no fucking reason. It was just, and it would annoy me as a kid. Like, why? Why can I not do that? Why can I not do, do what I want? Why can I not go experience that? Why can I, you know, there's always a question. Did I ask it verbally? No, because that was the 90s. You just didn't ask questions like that. Otherwise, you you were subject to being found in a ditch somewhere. You know, that was real life. <laughs> or you guys just got fucked up on the spot. You know, my, my stepdad had uh, equal opportunity hands, you know, for everybody. It didn't matter what you were doing. But with my kids, my kids, you know, they don't need that. They don't deserve that. They need to be free to, to make mistakes. Like I, and people are like, well, you, you know, you kind of loose with your kids. You know, you let them do X, Y, and Z. And I mean, you're right. I do. I do let the kids, you know, a little further out on, on a leash than most people do for kids their age. But at the same time, I also want my kids to have an air of responsibility and air of confidence moving forward with their movements and, you know, not trusting everybody. I mean, my kids are just, you know, very diligent. They're very, you know, they keep their head on a swivel and, you know, they, uh, they go distances without me that other people are afraid to, to go with their kids, you know, and, or not let them, period. And I get why, because, you know, when it comes down to it, we have a very draconian, very authoritarian society. And a lot of people scoff at that. Well, you don't really have authoritarian society because, you know, you have these social media platforms that people have been arrested for. People have been arrested for writing letters, a, a blog about a judge. People have been uh, arrested for their words here in the United States of America. So to say that there isn't a war on free speech or there isn't a war on the Bill of Rights, you know, by these, uh, you know, little Gestapo police officers and these little, you know, Gestapo uh, judges who are all about terrorizing people and invading and violating people's rights because they... They don't care that you that you have rights. They will do everything they can to justify to the court, to you know, to themselves that the the abuse that you're going to receive is your fault. It's a fucking it's a fucking mind fuck where they're the ones who initiate all the bullshit, but you're the one that's at fault somehow. And and there there's, there's people out there that honestly believe, you know, that accountability means that. You know, you just have to accept responsibility for, for everything. And I'm calling bullshit. If it's not my fault, and I've done everything within the confines of the law, or I've done everything within my legal purview and, and has the ability to do so, then no, no the fuck it's not my fault. And what's really going on here is fuckery. I really hate when people fucking be like, well, the cops were there for a reason. Yeah, they're there based on a lie. They're based on a lie from someone else, or they're based on a, a, a fucking Karen who called and misread the situation, didn't know what the fuck was going on, made crazy claims about situations that you know are factually fucking not true, and then and then you don't you oftentimes don't have energy to not energy but evidence to even support yourself because you don't document every goddamn thing but now there are things that will help you in a situation like oh i have receipts for you know xyz or i have 
um, something, but the cops will make you prove yourself innocent without even a court, without, you know, and they'll give you a line of questioning without Mirandizing you. Because they are trying to get you criminally. They are trying to, you know, cause pain to your family, which is why lawyers will emphatically tell you, do not talk to the cops. The cops are not your friend. And I'm starting to think that any state agent is not your, you know, they're not your friend. They're not there for you. They're not there to do anything but harass you. But if that's the case, we have created a series of miniature tyrannical governments that need to be overthrown, that need to be eradicated by force. And these people who work for these entities literally need to die. And I'm not kidding. It's one of those things that I wholeheartedly believe. Yeah, these people need to die. I mean, it's one of those things where and people are going to say, oh, well, you did a whole, you know, you know, Gestapo trying to put people to death for what? For, for being rude, for being, you know, obtuse. I'm like, no, these people are put in trusted positions, often uh, holding the life of others in their hands, like law enforcement, judges, uh, prosecutors. People are getting state money who hold other people's lives in their hands, should absolutely have their lives forfeit if they're committing crimes on such a level and on such a grandiose level that it affects people for life. I mean, there are people that are behind bars for life because of a bad prosecutor, because of bad policing, because of a bad fucking judge. And then it takes a gargantuan amount of time to get people out of the system, but it only takes two minutes to get motherfucker in the system. Which is boggling my mind, which is why when people go on and say, hey, there's a fucking police state, they mean that shit. Yes, there's a fucking police state that we live in. And then you got these, you know, back to blue motherfuckers who are like, yeah, my, my uncle's a cop and my brother's a cop and my. I'm like, listen to what you're doing. You are literally okay supporting terrorism of your community. You're literally okay having people who make it their mission to fuck with people, to uh, to fucking cause bodily harm, who brag about fucking the amount of damage they do to people. These people are disgusting. They are steroid, juiced up, jacked up, and even the prosecutors are getting in on the gang. You know, the fucking judges, they all live together now. The fucking cops got smart. They're like, you know what? We're going to go... To the prosecutor, we're going to have him come live with us. We're going to go to the judge and be like, come on, man. You know, you're in your 60s. We're going to get you back in shape. You know, take a little bit of a square sport. You're going to be fine. You'll feel like a million bucks. We fucking find this happening where these judges are buddying up to the cops and then they're not even registering what the fucking defending, the defense is saying because they're so enamored by their buddies, the cops. They're so fucking like, man, you know, these guys are taking care of me. I got to scratch their back no matter how fucking crazy this situation looks and you end up having that you end up having cops that you know will lie for each other you end up having you know judges that are trying to practice law from the bench and you got prosecutors saving their ass constantly like judge you can't do that or hey judge you know mm -mm, can't do that then you got defense attorneys and very few by the way who actually give a shit and they fucking go hard in the paint against these federal federal agents and federal agencies and they are the they are targeted they're they are seen as obscene they are 
they are outside the uh, the fucking brotherhood, and they are they are dangerous to these 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 entities. They are literally a, you know a danger to them in every sense of the way because you know these defense attorneys that are defending people now, and there are more of them, thank goodness. You know their their work is cut out for them, but hey. They're starting to get wins. They're starting to get momentum. They're starting to, you know, do a myriad of things that um, that have tipped the scales in the other direction. And you know what's really doing it? It has nothing to do with those defense attorneys. It is the camera itself. The camera itself is, by and large, the one factor that is evening the playing field because it may not be now, but two years down the road from when that cop beat your ass, they're eventually going to get fired. Now, what they're going to do is they're going to go down the road to another agency and get hired. But that's, you know, you already won one battle. So, you know, they, they really do try to eliminate gypsy cops. But we can't always do that. We can't always get rid of the gypsy cops because what we don't do is we don't take their post credential. And the same thing with uh, city clerks who don't do their job or, uh, you know, planning, you know, property planning, whatever aspect of government, they end up not doing their job because why would they? Why would they actually serve the people when they can kick back and collect a paycheck? And you see that. You literally see government, you know, uh, workers who despise being on camera, even though they're on camera all day, at their office, they're literally on camera, but they despise anyone else's camera because they don't want accountability. They don't want an objective record of the situation because it cancels out their their ability to fuck with you. It cancels out their ability to lie to you and have that lie stand and, and deny it at a later point because you have literal recording of them saying the inverse. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, how much does training account for all of this vitriol that I have against um, the city, state, and government workers? Well, to be fair, training is a big part of it. I would say training accounts for a good portion of what I'm talking about. Maybe better training or maybe different types of training or whatever have you would alter the course for a lot of... Um, situations and folks when it came to dealing with the city government and dealing with law enforcement and state agents of any kind whether it was CPS or whatever have you that would all probably be different if the playing field was different a little bit more training a little bit more understanding on what uh, people's rights are because they don't teach that I mean you have guys on YouTube who are former law enforcement or who are even current law enforcement, some of the cats on TikTok, who are current law enforcement, and they're saying, listen guys, the people are right. People are, people have rights. People have uh, the Bill of Rights. And you can't just sit there and wantonly violate people's rights and you think that's okay. And it's, it's even harder in a small town because they've been doing it so long that they're absolutely baffled when they go to court and they've been, and then they get told that they cannot 
violate people's rights that way. I mean, the look on their faces is almost like, wow, what, what do you mean I can't do that? I just, I just did it Tuesday, and I did it Monday, and I did it, you know, Sunday and Saturday when I had to work overtime, and uh, uh, I've been doing that my whole life. Uh, 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 you know, they go, they go into this existential crisis, but then they start just like, you know what, this is going to be the one complaint. It's going to be the one person that fucks with your career. Don't let them sweat you. Keep doing what you're doing, Haas. You're doing great. You're generating money for the city. In fact, you have... I mean, we still have quotas. I mean, they literally ask you in an interview if you're okay with a quota. Like, these cops don't understand. They're like, you know, what are you going to say? No. I mean, you want a job, right? And I get it, and I know people need jobs, but... I mean, at what cost? At what fucking cost? Are you going to sacrifice your morality for a paycheck? Most people say, yeah. Most people are like, yeah, sure, why not? I don't know. And, and, and I understand why, if it's lucrative enough, some people are okay with that. But some people have integrity. Some people have compassion for their fellow man. So, yeah, they don't do that shit. I mean, and, and this is the craziest thing I've ever fucking seen where, you know, you have evidence put before you and... And just like the law enforcement agency that released the body camera footage and the the other footage of the cops shooting the guy in the back of the head, that did your department no justice. That cop is 100% guilty of murder because the man, yeah, he was fleeing, but you don't just gun down a fleeing suspect, okay? And if you're getting your ass kicked and you're getting out-wrestled by a man who is just in better shape than you, or even if you're winning the exchange of wrestling... You know, what in your fucking head thought that was okay to bring out your firearm and shoot this guy in the back of the head? Like, what the hell? You initiated the conflict over a fucking misdemeanor and you killed a man. You should be, you should be behind bars so fucking thick that it looks like a paneled slate. Like, you can't see shit. Should be just in a room with no light, no sound, nothing. You should just be fucking locked away, and then they haul your corpse out in a few days. That's what should fucking happen to that cop. No pass go, no fucking 90 days of vacation, which he's about to get, because it's standard. Cops get 90 days of vacation anytime they murk somebody. Because they, you know, they need to get their affairs in order just in case the the fucking city decides to prosecute. And even if they are prosecuted, they've got millions of people in the union that fucking support them. They've got, there's, they've got grand jury people and jury people who have people in law enforcement who are fucking diehard all, never convict a cop ever. And, and these are the ones the prosecutors are choosing. These people are like, oh, well, you know, let's go ahead and grab these people that are pro-cops so that this cop gets off. It happens all the fucking time. There's no special fucking, you know, grand jury. It's a, it's a fucking jury of, you know, fucking cops. Well, how bad does this look in the PR sense? You know, how are we going to save our... And that's what it becomes. It becomes a conversation of how are we going to save our, our ass here as a, uh, as a company? How are we going to, uh, you know, not defame other law enforcement? We're either going to go with this kid... Or we're going to go so hard in the paint against him that we're like, oh man, he's he's had warnings since you know the dawn of time and blah, blah, blah. And that one kid who felt he was protected by his sergeant and his leadership no longer becomes protected by sergeant and leadership. In fact, 
that leadership will beat down that officer, and then that officer gets out eventually, out of law enforcement, and then they go on a fucking speaking engagement saying, hey, well, you know, back when I was a fucking goon, everything was all peachy and right with the universe, but, you know, the instant these fucking fools went against me, man, you know, they're draconian, and you, you see fucking cops do this all the time, like, man, as soon as that buddy fucking starts to happen, as soon as that blue falcon shit starts to happen, they come in like crybabies, like, man, you just... What do you mean? Or if they're a minority and they actually get treated like minorities do when they get pulled over, even if you have a badge, and we see it all the time where black cops, minority cops of multiple different races will sue departments because, oh man, you know, in a regular traffic stop, they did everything that they that they that we do to everybody else, but they did it to me. And I'm a cop. They don't care about you. They don't care about your skin color. They care about those greenbacks, baby. They care about the fact that what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to file a complaint? They'll mock you. You file a complaint. Fucking cops here in Phoenix and Mesa. Like, Go ahead. They'll give you my name. That's dumb nuts. Yeah. I'm part of the right here fucking family. I mean, you see the derision on their face, the fucking disgust. That they have to answer to somebody. Or that they have to divulge their name. And they'll even tell you, well, I don't have to identify. It's not part of my policy. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And then you end up finding, like, yeah, actually, it is part of your policy to identify to a member of the public when asked. And, it, and it's crazy because you got these guys out there. And, and this is a good shout-out for auditors. Auditors will go out there and they will know the local laws to the point where they can defend themselves against law enforcement. But that doesn't mean they're not going to go to jail. That doesn't mean that they won't get arrested and, and get fucked with and have their uh, equipment confiscated and all sorts of other things that happen. That still happens, regardless if you have the best knowledge of law enforcement or the best knowledge of the law in your state, county, city, municipal code, or whatever it is. If you, you, No matter how well knowledge you are and how versed in the law you are, you're still liable to get arrested and you know molested and put in a cage and kidnapped and have all your items either disappeared stolen confiscated you know uh in one way or the other so it's not like it does not happen it's not like it's not going to continue to happen but the only way it does stop here's how law enforcement stops fucking with people here's how the justice system really gets an overhaul the people cities Rural areas. First, we're going to have to take out the cops. We have to go into these departments as a community, disarm every law enforcement officer, and put them in cages. The next step is to go into the city buildings, put all the city employees, the mayor, governor, state employees, lock them all up. FBI agents that try to get involved, battle with them. ATF, battle with them. Any federal agency that tries to get involved, and us overthrowing our tyrannical government, murk them. Like, we'll have no choice at that point. Because now they're fighting us. We have every right as a citizen, as a citizenry, to take out President Joe Biden. He's running a tyrannical government in the eyes of so many fucking civilians, in the eyes of so many citizens of this country, that, yeah, the guy probably should be assassinated. Or at least removed from office because 
He's a geriatric that doesn't even know where he is 90% of the time. Do we want Kamala Harris to step in? No. No, we don't. At least her mental faculties are there, as fucking grandiose as a demon bitch she is. She's still there. Still cognizant. Still with it. Still has the wherewithal to, to be the commanding, mm-hmm. uh, the commander-in-chief. Do I want to say that's the best way for a woman to gain office? No. Is it the way it's probably going to happen? Yes. Um, because there are, you know, still, you know, patriarchal things that are in place that, you know, men just don't want to see women succeed in some areas. They don't. They don't want them to have the highest office in the land. And I kind of get their reasoning for it. But at the end of the day, it's bullshit reasoning because women can do most things, and I say most things, that men can do in a clerical or intellectual capacity because they, at the end of the day, are human too. And by, and, and well, let's talk about the numbers on that. So the numbers on that, and you have a lot of women in these systems that are in city systems, government systems. I mean, a huge swath of clerical workers are, in fact, women. Now, the reason for that is because they have a high aptitude for data processing and doing multiple things at once, which is fantastic. We need people in roles that know how to do the job, and we have people that do that. But what they don't have is one, most times, a personality. Gone. Disappear. Devoid of life. Because they have men in their circle that treat them like utter shit. Usually it'll be a, you know, quorum of, you know, women working in office sitting, and then they'll have one male supervisor that fucking comes in like a fucking mm-hmm. raging dick and is a literal dick to everybody because he's on one. Then again, women do the same thing. Sometimes they're they're quicker to call law enforcement because they don't want to deal with uh, the fact that people know their rights and know their law. And they will call law enforcement. There are Kens and Karens out there that will call for people sleeping in their car. I mean... You know, there are people out there that are so disgusted with the lowest of the low citizenry out there that they do everything they can in their day to ruin and alter and affect someone else to the point of uh, jail or total dissolution of anything of value. I mean, we see this all the time where law enforcement will go into these uh, homeless camps or they'll knock on a window of somebody who's sleeping in their vehicle and they will get them to move along or they'll get them to, you know, constantly being jostled, constantly being under threat of arrest because, oh, we have an ordinance that says you cannot camp. Bitch, do you see a fire? No. Do you, am I fucking cooking food out there on a, on a spit? No. No. So why would I have to move? You know, why is sleeping in your car a fucking crime in this country? Especially when there's no sign saying that you cannot do such activity. But it's a municipal code. And then you got people out there holding signs that are saying, hey, God bless the homeless vets. But they automatically, people don't know the definition of things. And it's kind of fucking sad. Where you get state troopers. And this is, this is bad of law enforcement and security guards of all shapes and sizes. And just normal everyday people because you'll get a Karen or a Ken who lies to law enforcement. And that penalty should be fucking worse for people. Honestly, if you're lying to law enforcement, you know, you should be penalized to the utmost. Be like, listen, we got here, we assessed the situation, you flat out lied about the circumstances, turn around. Could you imagine 
Could you imagine a scenario where a fucking Karen and a Karen get locked up for being, for lying to law enforcement, for intentionally calling them to harm someone, to do bodily harm to another individual? They literally will call for that. They call with the mission statement of, you know, I'm going to affect this person. I'm going to get them in cuffs. They're doing something illegal to me. They're filming me. They didn't get my permission. Or, you know, whatever it is they made up in their head to justify fucking with someone. They do. And it's a sad state of affairs. But anyways, the so there are solutions. The solution that's going to have to fix America from within, and it's, it's going to be bad because we're going to have a lot of loss of life over it, but... The only way we, or, you know, what's going to end up happening uh, is we're going to get to the point where there's some sort of external threat, China, Russia, something that bands us together. And then they're going to, our government's going to use that as more reason to lock up any other rights you think you have. They're going to put people in internment camps like they did before. Anybody who has a Russian background, anybody who, you know, has a, you know, Chinese background or a Chinese passport, they're going to get them and do the same thing. They're going to put them in fucking internment camps, you know, stripping these people of their businesses, their money, everything like that. Because why not? Because that's the American pastime, right? Is to alienate and treat horribly, you know, everybody but any other government worker. Because that's what we do here in, in America is we... You know, we protect the, the the presidency and the sovereignty of our government at whatever cost. You know, and, and that to a point makes sense when you're a, a country that is actually fueled on, on, on freedom. And, and there are businessmen out there that will tell you, be like, well, that's, that's the case. That this is a 100% free, you know, country. You know, you wouldn't be able to do X, Y, Z in other countries, blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't be so comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Fantastic. I'm glad you see things that way. But that was all built on the backs of people who had, who actually had it rough. People who served our country and lost a life for this fucking country. So you're not going to sit here and browbeat a veteran for having genuine concern over the Gestapo tactics of their government because it's going to affect the layman someday. It's going to affect these rich and powerful entities to the point where the government could walk in and say, "Hey, you know what? We're tired of your shit. We're gonna take, uh, we're gonna take fifty percent of what you fucking earn." And then these fucking rich and powerful people are like, "Well, we're just gonna go to a different country. We're gonna operate over there," and we're, they're gonna be like, "Okay, cool. We're gonna put some sanctions on your shit." You know, we're the highest level consumer of any other fucking nation. You think you're gonna get by without our dollar? Good fucking luck. Good luck to you. Toodaloo. Bye, bitch. You know. And it's not like that that can't happen still. <coughs> Anyways, thank you for tuning into David's Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. Today's show is a little bit longer show, uh, split up into a couple parts where I was talking about you know, government agents, entities, um, talking about solutions like, I don't know, overthrowing our tyrannical government and what that really means, uh, and you know, covering different agencies and different people within the confines of the city government state government or whatever have you and just their lack of respect for 
their constituents and the lack of respect for the citizens under their under their care, and just to kindly remind them that yes, they are fallible, and yes, they are, uh, you know, they they owe a duty to us, not the other way around.